Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I want to start by saying that I'm genuinely angry about what I'm about to talk about. Labour have descended, not so much into the gutter, but the sewer, in a way which, despite all my critiques of Keir Starmer's leadership of the Labour Party, I'm genuinely shocked by. Now, yesterday Labour put out an ad plastered with Rishi Sunak's smiling face next to, do you think adults convicted of sexually assaulting children should go to prison, followed by Rishi Sunak doesn't, and then his signature. Below that, it notes that under the Tories, 4,500 adults convicted of sexually assaulting children under 16 serve no prison time, adding Labour will lock up dangerous child abusers. Let's just be very clear here. This advert is disgusting. It's absolutely abhorrent. You don't have to be a supporter of Rishi Sunak to find this disgusting. I personally think he's a profoundly objectionable, extremely right-wing politician who's presiding over policies which are catastrophic for the country and the people who live in it, it is objectionable in a number of ways. Whatever I think about Rishi Sunak, and I've done countless videos and columns about him and his policies detailing my views, I obviously do not think Rishi Sunak doesn't want paedophiles to go to prison. And the insinuation here is that he's soft on paedophilia. That's what's supposed to be front and centre in our mind. Now, one of the main far-right conspiracy theories, incidentally, which has circulated over the last few years, suggests that paedophiles are somehow in cahoots with paedophiles, politicians, sorry, politicians in cahoots with paedophiles. Now, I don't think politicians should be yelling at each other that they're soft on paedophiles, and I think that's nothing other than dangerous and disturbing. Furthermore, given there's an attempt, it should be said fostered by the Conservatives and the right-wing media to link Britons of an Asian background to child grooming, based on nonsense, 92% of child grooming gangs are white, according to official statistics, but plastering Rishi Sunak, Britain's first Asian Prime Minister first Britain of an Asian heritage, next to an an accusation of being soft on paedophilia, is playing with fire, in my view. Now, furthermore, the statistics, four and a half adults convicted of sexually assaulting children serving no prison time, date back to 2010. Now, Rishi Sunak wasn't even an MP till 2015. He was a banker before that. He's only been Prime Minister, it should be said, for a few months. He wasn't an MP when the sentencing guidelines were put in place, and nor did he serve in the relevant departments. In fact, it gets worse, because the Sentencing Council, which sets out sentencing rules and those rules on sexual assault of children, was set in 2013. And who sat on the Sentencing Council in 2013? It was the former Director of Public Prosecutions, the head of the Crown Prosecution Service, Sir Keir Starmer, who's now leader of the Labour Party. Now, to be clear, Starmer did not draw up those rules. Obviously, he had some input. And I'm not going to start saying Starmer is soft on paedophilia either, because I'm not a completely disgusting human being. Now, the secret barrister on Twitter, an eminent legal professional whose tweets I often look to when legal issues are being discussed, notes, I'd be interested to see the data underpinning this. I'd be very surprised if this figure is not substantially accounted for by adults convicted of offences that they committed as children. We see a lot of these due in no small part to, guess what, the record delays. Delays, it should be emphasised, are because of slash and burn cuts, aren't they? It's because of austerity. Our justice system, like much of the rest of the public sphere, is on its knees because they've been shredded by Tory policies. That is a legitimate line of attack. 
incidentally. Now, the secret barrister notes adds, bear in mind that the sentencing guidelines for sexual assault, which covers assaults on children aged 13 to 16, sexual assault on a child under 13 is a separate offence, do not provide for custody in every single case. Now, what we're talking about here are sentencing rules, which Rishi Sunak doesn't have anything to do with. It's complete nonsense. It's a fiction. It's not. It's dishonest. Now, you know, I want to emphasise, again, that I've done, when it comes to Suella Braverman and her disgusting campaign on, on child grooming gangs, you know, I did a whole video on that um, in terms of her attempt to link them to Britons from a Pakistani um, heritage. It, it should also be noted that the Tories, because the Tories, we know, and this is the point I'm making here, we know they engage in gutter politics. Don't, don't, you know, people like myself go on about that all the time. I'm being consistent here, though, aren't I? That's the point. Unlike some um, diehard uh, slavish cheerleaders for Keir Starmer. It's the same with Jimmy Savile. That Jimmy Savile smear against Keir Starmer by Boris Johnson, which people like myself very loudly fought against. I, I wrote at the time, let's be clear, Boris Johnson trying to pin Jimmy Savile on Keir Starmer is a deceitful and cynical throw of the dice by desperate and amoral national disgrace. I didn't exactly mince my words there, did I? And what is contemptible is now we have an arms race between two political parties who are going to throw the most horrendous, nasty, vicious muck at each other. And that poster, I have to say, that was mocked up by the Labour Party is one of the most gruesome ads that has been put out by any major political party in this country for a very, very long time. Now, Starmer, when he was attacked over Savile, said it was a deliberate slur without any basis. In fact, the PM knew exactly what he's doing. It's not about me. It's about the way we conduct our politics. I don't want to see us go down the route that this potentially takes us down. What route is that? What, the gutter? The sewer? Well, that's where you're at, isn't it, Keir Starmer? You don't have a leg to stand on. You can't grandstand about how politics has been debased by the likes of Boris Johnson, which it was for many years, and then put out sickening propaganda like this. And you know what? He has no moral high ground at all of any description. You know, he styled himself as Mr. Integrity and Mr. Honesty. Ill-earned, given he ran a leadership contest to become leader of the Labour Party on a completely false prospectus, where he claimed he was going to unite the Labour Party, keep left-wing policies like nationalisation of utilities, scrapping tuition fees, hiking taxes on the rich, and abandon all of those. So it's ill-earned. But now, even those who were centrists and liberals, because that's the, you know, the left, fine, got conned. Remainers got conned. He, he, he styled himself as Mr. Second Referendum and then whipped his MPs to support uh, Boris Johnson's hard Brexit deal. But all these people who, you know, the likes, the people around Keir Starmer did a job on trying to portray him as a kind of cuddly, nice liberal compared to the nasty, mean Corbynistas. This is the sort of politics he exemplifies. You can see it. As Maya Angelou says, when someone reveals himself the first time, believe them. Now, some might go, well, maybe this ad was just put off by, put out by some low-ranking, overzealous official. It wasn't. Nonsense. It was retweeted by Deborah Mattinson, by the way, who is Keir Starmer's director of strategy. I'd be interested to know if she was behind this ad because she's literally in charge of the strategy and is, is, is in charge of pivoting the Labour Party further to the right um, based on patronising people who live in the so-called Red Wall uh, in Northern and Mid Midland seats as basically a bunch of being a, a, a knuckle-dragging Neanderthals who, who, who lap this sort of stuff up like red meat. 
um, which is a, 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 a smear, frankly, against people who live in those constituencies, uh, or many of them, except for the ones who do might lap it up, who are probably not going to vote for the Labour Party in any case, and, you know, will actually respond better to when the Tories respond knowing full well that Labour has no moral high ground to object. It was shared by several shadow ministers, including Jess Phillips, another pinup of centrist dads, um, and Steve Reid, who's the shadow secretary of justice. Uh, it, it got ended up getting flagged on Twitter for accuracy. That's the sort of thing that happened to Donald Trump's posts. And frankly, it is the sort of thing you can imagine Donald Trump putting out, trying to, you know, the Democrats are... Um, I don't want to lock up child abusers. You'd imagine him coming up with that, wouldn't you? Like, you, I bet some of you who are probably like, you know, that some Starmerites do listen and watch and will lap up anything that the, you know, I don't know, they stop killing the firstborn, you'll probably start cheering them on. Uh, literally anything they do, you'll cheer them on. But actually, you know Donald Trump would put this, you could imagine him doing that, couldn't you? Very easily. Um, or frankly, or UKIP. I mean, it would tell you, it was like what the Tories would do which I can imagine them doing, but actually the Tories were doing it, it would be shocking. It would be really, really shocking if they did it. It would cause outrage. Amongst a lot of people, I have to say, who are being pretty quiet about this. Now, I also don't believe, they don't, they don't believe it. Do you know how I know they don't believe it? Because they put Lucy Powell, who's a shadow cabinet minister on, who I happen to have a soft spot for, by the way, um, and judging by her performance on television, I don't think she actually uh, believed um, herself that this ad was anything other than horrific. I haven't asked, but I'd be surprised. Uh, she refused to answer if she believed it, if the attack line on Rishi Sunak was correct. She was asked over and over again and she didn't answer. Now, I want a journalist to try and pin Starmer down whether he believes it himself. I want it on camera. I want his face on camera, his eyes looking down the barrel of the camera, um, or probably actually thinking about it, probably at the interview. It doesn't really work like that. But nonetheless, interrogated does he stand by what exactly it says? I mean, which I think is actually defamatory, frankly. Now, you know, we, we could go on with this attack line. I mean, what if we looked at between 1997 and 2010 and looked at child people convicted of child sex offences who didn't go to prison? Would we then legitimately say the th same attack on Gordon Brown and Tony Blair? But if that, someone mocked up that poster, a lot of the people cheering on this poster would be absolutely incandescent with rage. But why is it any different? It wouldn't be any different at all. Now, they've actually tried to double down on this campaign with another post, which says, again, Rishi Sunak's face, do you think that an adult convicted of possessing a gun with intent to harm should go to prison? Rishi Sunak doesn't. Adding, under the Tories, 937 adults convicted of possession of a firearm with intent to harm serve no prison time. Label lock up dangerous gunmen. Now, let's go back to the secret barrister who notes about that image and text. Well done, you've managed to bungle it again, you tedious fools. There's not even an offence of possession of a firearm with intent to harm. Now they're just making up offences and plastering it on their posters. Absolutely incredible. Now, again, there is ways to talk about these sorts of things. Of course, we shouldn't shy away from talking about these issues. As the secret barrister says, he, you know, we could say, it's so easy to get this right. Do you think that victims of sexual violence should have to wait five years for a trial? No problem with that whatsoever. Rishi does. No problem with that. Do you think that selling off hundreds of courts and not replacing them, even though we have record backlogs, is a good plan? Rishi does. Absolutely bang on. Of course. Very clear um, um, attack line, which is which speaks to Rishi Sunak's role as prime minister. The secret barrister says, by all means, hold him to account for the devastation his party has inflicted and that he has supported as PM refused to fix. But stop pretending he's responsible for sentencing outcomes which took place years ago and which, for all anybody knows, were entirely proper. 
Amen. Now, when it comes to child abuse, I want serious policies proposed by Labour as the opposition, not least a focus on prevention, to stop children being abused in the first place. Like, you know, what's Labour saying on funding preventive programmes to keep children safe? That's the sorts of things I'd be really interested to hear. And Labour needs to be clear what they mean here. Are they saying, for example, all children who commit sexual offences as children, should they all go to prison? I mean, if we're going to have a debate, let's have at least some basic honesty about what the proposals are here. And with the campaign, clearly now they're going to do post after post about offence after offence, calling for a massive expansion of prison. We already have the third largest prison population in Europe after Russia and Turkey. Not great company. They're both dictatorships and they both have substantially bigger populations than us, especially Russia. So rather than a mass prison building programme, what are they going to do to deal particularly with prevention, stopping crime happening in the first place, and rehabilitation to stop people reoffending and stopping them committing social harms? Now, instead, what we're having is the Labour Party and the Tory Party plunging us not into the gutter, but into the sewer. We, we, we can't, as I've said, we can't just say, oh, it's just the Tories poisoning political debate, because they're both at it. And what will happen now is they will compete with each other about how ugly and vicious they can be, and political debate will just become even more of a burning skip than it already is. The next election is going to be disgusting, clearly. Now, Kevin Schofield, who is the Hoff Post, Huffington Post political editor and a favoured journalist, of the Starmer leadership, uh, spoke to a source who said, Sunak never condemned Johnson when he accused Kiev of letting Jimmy Savile off, so fuck him. Lovely, mature stuff. What's the, Well, actually, by the way, just to be clear, Sunak did say that he wouldn't have used those words when asked. He didn't condemn them outright, he'd have to have resigned. Should have, he should have resigned, I would say. Um, but it's not actually, strictly speaking, true, that, just to be clear. What's the difference between this and what he says every single week about Starmer votes against tougher sentences, or when he said Keir was the friend of people traffickers? Yeah, it was an obviously disgraceful thing for him to say. So why replicate it? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We're not prepared to be the mopes anymore, anymore while the Tories say whatever they want. They told us to ignore the wailings. Of, oh, then he said, then they say, they spoke to the Australian Labour Party and the US Democrats. He said, they told us to ignore the wailings of the people who expect you to be kind losers and fight as viciously as Conservatives do. I don't remember Biden going on about Donald Trump being offended, being being soft on paedophilia, or Obama doing that about, about McCain, John McCain or uh, Mitt Romney. And actually, I mean, if we're going to talk about kind of the, the rhetoric of Joe Biden... It's not my politics. But, for example, here's a, here's a typical tweet on tax. While typical working Americans pay their taxes, the top 1% evade an estimated $160 billion in taxes each year. It's wrong, and it's past time the ultra-wealthy and the corporations paid their fair share. Can't imagine Keir Starmer tweeting that. I can't. He's to the right of Joe Biden. Yeah, go for it. Go on about... Go for Rishi Sunak being rich, and we're going to tax rich people like Rishi Sunak. 
We're going to make sure the rich, like Rishi Sunak, who's twice as rich as the king of this country, are going to pay a fair share of tax, and I'm going to use it to put our public services back on a proper footing to meet the needs of the people of this country. That the, our public services are on their knees while rich people aren't paying the taxes, like Rishi Sunak, that they should be paying. That's a populist campaign. That is getting your hands dirty, fine. But it's not bringing in paedophilia and child abuse for political ends. There's a difference, isn't there? But they, but they don't want to do that because they don't want to challenge the vested interests at the top of society. They don't want to use even the sort of rhetoric of the US Democratic Party when it comes to taxing the rich. They can't even bring themselves to do that because they oppose redistributing wealth and power, which is why they have to go for this ugliness instead. No, I know the aim is to make, I know this is part of the whole package, isn't it? Make the left angry. We do a shocking poster and then people like me go, ah! On, on YouTube and Twitter and social media. Job done. Share the poster. The more they wail, the more they scream, the better for us. That's the whole, that's part of the exercise. I get that. This is how they'll campaign and this is how they seek to govern. They'll keep defining themselves on everything against the left because that's the only thing they care about. It's, that, it's the only thing that makes their heart beat a little bit faster. Not getting rid of poverty. Not sorting out the NHS. Not making sure that the public services like justice have proper investment in them so they can actually work and function. They don't care about those things. That's not the nitty gritty stuff. They don't care about that. They care about pissing off the left. That's what, a lot of these are just student politicians. They literally came through student politics and they they had these little wars with the trots as they call anyone to the left of Gordon Brown. And that's how they want to govern the country now. Little petty student politicians with no answers to the problems facing this country. Not interested in the climate emergency, not interested in the housing crisis, not interested in the NHS being crippled, just interested in spite against the left. So yeah, fine, you got your angry video, great. Woo, <laughs> treat yourself. I mean, <laughs> this is what the Labour right are like, by the way, they've always, they've done campaigns like this, by-elections, where they put out racist bile. There was one campaign, Phil Woolas, the former Oldham East MP, he got kicked out of Parliament because of Islamophobic leaflets arguing the Lib Dems wanted hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants to have the right to stay, with pictures of Islamist fundamentalists behind him holding the head of those who insult Islam posters. That's the sort of politics they're going to bring back. That's clearly where this leads. You know what, a lot of them, people often say, I say, that these people think they're like the West Wing. But do you know what, at least the people on the West Wing had some sort of idealism. These people don't have anything. They, I mean, and people who founded New Labour were substantial people. These people are just mediocrities. I mean, it's, 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 it is embarrassing that this country is in the state it is, afflicted by more crises than any time put together than the end of the war. And we have such pathetic, low-rate politicians who have no vision and no answers for the country, and instead of just filling the vacuum with this ugly shit. That's where we're at. And as I said, this is how they'll campaign and this is how they'll govern. Their government, a Labour government under Keir Starmer, they won't tax the rich, but they will clamp down environmental protesters. They won't bring utilities under public ownership, but they will back locking up refugees. Mark my words. They won't have proper investment in our public services, but they will escalate a war on drugs that will disproportionately lock up black people for doing the very same things that some members of the shadow cabinet have done themselves, i.e. take drugs. Now, look... I was practically born in the Labour Party. My grandma was a Labour councillor. My parents met canvassing for the Labour Party. My mum gave me a Labour Party membership for my 15th birthday. I voted for the Labour Party under every single leader from Tony Blair to Keir Starmer. 
I've campaigned for the Labour Party hundreds of times. I've organised dozens of canvases for the Labour Party all over the country. I cannot, with a straight face, tell you to vote for these people. Of course I can't. I will keep saying vote against the Conservatives. I keep using my platform to focus my fire on the government. But all of these people, all of the people who run both major political parties are wretched, vicious, nasty, mean people. They're not people who care about the country. They're not motivated by public service or duty. They're motivated by power for the sake of it. And they will do anything and everything to get there. And when they get there, they won't have a clue about how to solve the problems that actually affect us. That's what's going to happen. Like, they're going to enjoy the way up. Of course they are. But they're thrilled the Tories have imploded. They can pretend they did that, that the reason that Labour have a poll lead is because of things Labour did. No, it isn't. It's because the Tories have destroyed themselves. But what's going to happen when they get there with their vicious, squalid little campaigning and then political reality suddenly beckons and they've got to actually deal with the problems of this country? I think it's going to be a pretty bitter harvest for them, to be honest with you. So, no, I'm not going to tell you to vote for these people, these clowns, these horrible people. Not going to happen. Can't do it in good conscience. I'll just say, vote against the Conservatives, vote whoever you think, you, you know, however your own conscience dictates you should vote against the Conservatives. But, yeah. I just can't with a straight face urge anyone to support these people. Um, I don't ask for much, you know. I just want a Labour Party which is run by people who are driven by the right reasons, who have answers to the problems facing this country, like the housing crisis, the crisis of the NHS, poverty, injustice, the, the, the fact that younger people don't have a better lot in life than their parents, that there are 1.9 million pensioners still in poverty. I just want problems like where they're competent, that they can, yes, get a message across that reaches and appeals to a broad range of people. That's all I ever wanted. Instead, we end up with this rabble. Okay, that was a long rant, but I think it was necessary. Please like, subscribe, and do support us on patreon.com forward slash ownjones84. I will see you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 